0: It's Wednesday, March second, and this is Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill, and joining me in studio today from Motley Fool Income Investor James Early, from Million Dollar Portfolio Dave Meyer, and from Hidden Gems Charlie Travers. Guys, good to see you. Good to see you, Chris. Costco earnings in a moment, but first, the new iPads are here. The new iPads are here. Yes, Apple introduced. You the- faked it very well. <laughs> Apple introduced the iPad 2 today. It's lighter, thinner, faster, and has two cameras for video chats. All for the same price as the original iPad, and yes, guys, Steve Jobs did make an appearance to introduce the new product. Charlie Travers, what's your take on the? It's iPad like Christmas 2? in March, Chris. <laughs> and uh, well,
1: well, what's interesting as an analyst sitting here and watching all the buzz around the iPad two is that when the first iPad was rolled out last April, uh, it was widely kind of derided, and you know, I would say the analysts around Fool HQ were kind of like what the hell is Apple doing? There's no need for this tablet device halfway between a smartphone and a laptop, and 15 million units later, we're all kind of eating a little bit of crow. And, you know, but to get to the iPad 2, it's a uh, typical you know hardware upgrade, which is also a good thing, but kind of funnily, the you know feature that most people are excited about is that this thing is coming out in white. Did you just use the word funnily? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a good so adverb. I can respect that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of analysts who derided it, uh, James Early, I think I think uh, what was the comparison you made? I,
2: I called it the El Camino, Chris. The, the car truck that was never really <laughs> successful. This is kind of ha- halfway in between, you know. And obviously, I'm, I'm dead wrong. Uh, Apple proved me wrong. 15, unit, Fifteen million units sold. But, Chris, I will say this: not because they're useful, but because they're cool. In other words, the sad truth for Apple's competitors is that Apple is really the only company that can push an El Camino onto the market and succeed. That's why Apple has ninety percent of the market share on the tablets. And for, for the competitors, um, they're going to have to. to, to beat them on functionality, and, and how much do people need this
0: device? I don't know that they do. Dave Meyer, what did you think?
2: Uh, I liked it. I thought it
3: was interesting that they started comparing it to the, um, to the iPhone 4 in terms of thickness. The one thing I didn't quite understand was the whole hotspot idea. didn't seem to make sense that you'd want to use the iPad as a hotspot for your iPhone since it already gets Wi-Fi, but that's just, uh, that's just picking at nits.
0: Uh, Let's uh, look at some of the potential competitors here. You've got Motorola with the Zoom, uh, using Google's Android uh, operating system. Uh, HP's got the touchpad, which hasn't come out yet. I mean, when you guys look at this, Charlie, I'll just start with you. Which one do you think is more likely to emerge as a primary rival? Uh, This year, probably none of the above. (laughs) And the reason is that uh, just like in
1: the smartphone market where Apple jumped out to the lead, um, they're also in the lead with tablets, and Google at all are in the position of playing catch-up. The Motorola Zoom did get fairly good reviews uh, using the latest Android operating system, Um, but the fact remains that uh, the price point is too high, and the functionality and user experience isn't quite there yet, even though the preliminary reviews are are favorable. They just got a long way to go. James?
2: And Chris, the Wall Street Journal says it's there's over 100 tablets in development now, so I think it's kind of a crapshoot. But frankly, you don't buy a tablet because you need one. You buy it because it's a fashion accessory, and the, the iPad is the best fashion accessory. I, I've got the clear winner
0: here.
3: Okay. The clear, the clear winner. The only thing that's going to rival the iPad 2 is iPad 3.
0: Which is reportedly coming out this fall. Right. Yeah. Right. So, what is the strategy here for Apple? Is this just like, hey, we're just, we're, we don't want to lose market share, so we're going to roll out something with slightly better hardware and a new color? Well, th- I mean, that's not to be taken lightly, because, you know, with hardware
1: uh, progressing so fast, if the iPad was not competitive with other offerings, either on, like, the display resolution or the processing power, multitasking, what have you, uh, they need kind of a fill-in product until the, the real, uh, you know, next leap forward comes out in the fall.
0: So are, are consumers, I mean, when we were thinking about winners and losers, are consumers uh, also in the winners group? I mean, is there going to be a price war that's going to help people get these things at a cheaper price?
2: Chris, the Financial Times cited a Boston consulting group study today that said that prices, tablet prices, would have to drop about $200 to secure true mass market adoption, however that's defined. So, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're not a great value right now. They're more cool, but maybe 200 bucks cheaper they would be. But you know, look at the auto industry. In the 1930s, there were Two hundred and something automakers, and then there were three. So I think we're going to see the, see the same thing. We saw that with PCs. We're going to see the same thing with tablets
0: now. Apple sold, uh, as a couple of you have mentioned, fifteen million iPads in 2010, and as you pointed out, Charlie, that just started in April. So that's fifteen million units in nine months. What's the number going to be for 2011? Taking into account the original iPad, this new one, and if, as reported, they come out with a third version this fall. How many iPads is Apple going to sell in 2011? Uh, I would say uh, 30 million
1: is not out of the question. And if you consider that the population of the United States is a little over 300 million, that's one for about every 10 people, which is pretty incredible.
2: And are you saying 30 million because that's what your models lead you to believe, or is that because, because that's what Apple said? Well, I mean, as today. we uh,
0: proved last year, analysts are great at forecasting these things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dave Meyer, what do you think? What's the number?
3: Uh, the number is 40 million. Um, That's a
0: big hunk number. This isn't a the n- price of right, Dave.
3: <laughs> oh, it's – wait. No, it's one. I say one. <laughs>
0: Without going over.
3: Um, and I think a big reason is what we're seeing in the data is uh, iPod sales are going down. And I think what you're seeing is people migrate. So, yes, there's probably a lot of demand, but there's a lot of pent-up demand from people who want to switch devices. I mean, I'm a late adopter, and I I just got my iPhone. I love it, Okay. And I think you're going to see more and more of that with the iPad.
2: So you're saying I'm going to buy an armband to listen
3: to my iPad while I'm working out? Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, but you probably want to get two because otherwise you're going to be leaning.
0: You're going to be lopsided. James, what's the number?
2: You know, I'm going to say, I don't know, $20 maybe unless they lower the price. That's the magic thing. If they drop the price, that could change everything.
0: All right. In closing out on Apple, shares of Apple are up almost 70% over the past year, more than 400% 400% over the last five years. Apple's market cap is now sitting around $322 billion, uh, or uh, as, as some like to say, about $100 billion more than Microsoft. So, buy, sell, or hold Apple stock, where it is right now, Charlie. I don't believe in introspection
1: or ever admitting I was wrong. I've been <laughs> bearish on Apple forever, so why change my mind now? And how's that working out for you? No comment.
0: Dave, what do you think?
3: Um, I am a buyer at these prices. I think, uh, I think iPad adoption is going to be stronger than people think. Um, I think that you're going to see some spillover effects into IMAX and uh, other Apple products, and I think this company is going to surprise a lot of people with just how much cash it makes.
0: James?
2: I wouldn't sell it, but there's a risk that Apple has just blazed the, the trail in, in all these devices for all these imitators
0: to come in two or three, four years down the road. But long-term, I would still buy all right, Costco reported better than expected second quarter earnings. Same store sales were up seven percent for the quarter. Uh, Dave Meyer, Costco's having a lot of success internationally. What was your take on their quarter?
3: Uh, it's fan- fantastic financial performance um, with with things just going up across the board. But I will say, I think the real story is underneath. Um, if you look at the um, the number of people going into stores, the number of transactions they have, and how much they're spending those continue to go up.
2: I might say the real story is something different even. Um, same store sales are great, but remember for Costco, membership fees are like 80% of profits, right? So I think they were up uh, something like 10% in terms of their membership revenue this quarter. So that's the real driver. Absolutely. More people wanting to get in
0: there. And, uh, Costco CEO Jim Senegal uh, was a guest of ours on uh, our Monthly Full Money radio show last month. Um, he said, and I'm quoting here, he said that Costco is a pretty good barometer for the US economy.
3: You agree with that, Dave? Absolutely agree with that. Um, what I'm seeing in the data is that we we definitely have a bifurcated economy. And the blank look on James Early's face right now, that means split in two. <laughs> um, Your backside is bifurcated. <laughs> you don't have to show me again, though. Um, so we have the haves and the have-nots. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we're seeing great uh, great numbers from Costco, which is going after the high-end consumer. Uh, the the data show that the average household income for shoppers at Costco is somewhere between seventy-five and eighty-five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. whereas at Walmart we're in the thirty-five thousand dollar range. And Walmart, over the last six quarters, has experienced negative same-store sales comps. So you're seeing the haves do well and the have-nots
0: are, are hurting. Obviously, Costco is known for the bulk items that they sell. Uh, just uh, we'll go around the table real quick. If you could only buy one item in bulk, Charlie Travers, what would it be?
1: I think I would get, like, Doritos by the trunk full because I could eat <laughs> the bag in one sitting. It's disgusting. Dave?
3: Um, my original answer was going to be Swedish Fish, uh, which happened to oh, be my favorite candy. Um, but that would probably make— uh, You get ma- sick quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful sick, though. Uh, but that would probably uh, that would probably make Ben Sterling, our wellness fool, angry. So I'm going to go with Cashews.
0: Cashews, yeah, because they're so much healthier.
3: <laughs>
2: James? Uh, the show's becoming a window, a window into the soul with these, these questions. Um, I'm going to say mouthwash because I buy these huge list. I love Listerine. Let me tell you that. So I, have, I buy only the original brand Listerine. I have at least one bottle on every floor of my house. You know it's not for drinking. Right? I have one in my car, and I have one in my, my, my cubicle a uh, little uh, bookshelf thing, too. So I, I can't, just can't get enough. He has a bottle of seltzer in there, too. Though. That's weird.
0: <laughs> wow. Mixers. Do you have a wet bar over there as well? All I don't right. drink. I just swish with it. <laughs> All right. James Hurley, Dave Meyer, Charlie Travers. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank, thank you, you, Chris. Thank you. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about. Don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's it for this edition of Market Foolery. Our producer is Matt Greer. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. That's a lot of Listery.